0: Hey everybody, before we get started, I do have a small message from one of our fellow podcasters.
1: Are you struggling to schedule game nights, or worse yet, having them cancel at the last minute, turning your tears of joy into tears of despair?
2: Yes. Well then, happy, happy Tuesday. Tuesday! My name's Nick. And my name is Alan. And we are Into, into the, the Dungeon, dungeon. a duet-style actual play TTRPG podcast with one GM and one player. Don't let anybody tell you that size matters oh no and come give us a listen to see how much fun a ttlpg can be with just two people we release a new episode
1: every tuesday at 10 p.m central european time make sure to visit us at www.i2td.com
2: that's a digit two until then farewell and hope to see you again as we delve into, into the, the dungeon. dungeon.
0: So if you get a chance, give them a listen. Thank you very much. And back to our
1: show. It's say map or Matt.
3: It can be both. Why not both?
0: You're not sure if he's a vampire as he unrolls a large Matthew uh, using whiskey bottles to hold down his limbs. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Big Campaign Stories. We're here with the final episode of the House Wars portion. Let's start off, though, with them lightsaber checks.
3: Joe. All right. I rolled a 19. Hey, guys, I'm Josh. I'm playing Corbin Thus, Let's see what I get. Still just a super average 11. You got a double one last week, too, didn't you? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah.
4: <laughs> this is Doug playing Flynn Excellent. And I'm going to start out by rolling a 3, which is as close to and as far away as Dotra's 19. So, you know, still not a 20.
2: I'm Cody, and I'm playing the charismatic and majestical you know, shin. And I got a 16. Oh, no swing and a saber for me.
4: Does that, does that count as, like, talking before you make the attack roll? Because that was a lot of, like, talking yourself up before you then <laughs> didn't get a 20.
2: Uh, yeah. uh... I had a 20 last week, man. So as we entered the
0: last session of this, uh, to give a recap to our listener,
2: Cody. Uh, Me again? Oh, did I do you last time? Uh, I I was the first time, I believe. Because I remember I was very much spitballing what I could remember. (laughs) (laughs) And I saw Josh giggling on the camera. All right, all right.
0: Then let's uh, let's actually go with Doug since he died last time.
2: Lovely.
4: (laughs) Uh, Yep. So last time we attempted to infiltrate the storage warehouses on the docks to try to, and I think we, we and successfully disable or damage some of the importing goods that, uh, whatever the bad guys are shit. I should bring up. I should bring up my word sheet before we get this far. Uh, I see you over there, Josh, do you want to help him out?
3: Yeah, man. So we're, we, original, we have, Arvore, original I got we, okay. Yeah, we got it. Look it up. <laughs> All right. Smoke bomb. Boom. <laughs> anyway.
4: <laughs> so that we could, impact his supplies and, and, and hopefully damage his operations. In attempting to do that, <laughs> Flynn took a critical Gatling round to the chest and bl- or arm and blew it off and left him bleeding and unconscious on the ground. Where, and uh, so we were successful, but he had to be stitched together by a cyber duck after the fact and now sports a shiny metal arm and a little bit more hatred in his heart than he used to. And so now, this week, we're going into, or I don't know how far you want us to get, we're attempting to finish off the entire week-long house war, one way or another. Perfect. So... And I, I don't know if we... Do we officially figure out Madame St. Gary's a vampire? We just think she is. Uh, that's where we left is off she, the night
3: of, at the end of that
4: session. Yeah, that's she, what I thought. Yeah. Like she was... There was some talk of blood
3: drinking or whatnot. There was talk of holy water being used in the, uh, the rose water... Oh, that's what that it was yeah. injected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, then, uh,
4: the thing that she was
3: allergic to was not the rose water; it was right. the holy water. It was the holy water piece, you know. And just her casually keeping dude's finger, not making a big to do about that. You know, that's you know, perfectly normal, I suppose, for your vampire. So unconfirmed, though.
4: Wait, so you know what's normal for a vampire? No, I don't trust you.
3: Well, look, man, I eat chicken wings. I would assume it's the same thing for them for like human fingers. I'm. I can only use my imagination.
2: That just raises further questions. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> we Got a bunch of bombs dropped on us too last time before we ended.
0: Yeah. So the story bombs, as they were, to re-carpet bomb you. Corbin, you'd received texts from your daughter as well as from an unknown person explaining that regardless of the outcome, your daughter's college is taken care of. For Dotra, they had confirmed the rose water being a holy water in the wine. for you know they've been offered a chance to join the Sangari family when this is completed. And Exelum reviewing the documents has realized that with the death of Avori, all of that property is already legally set up to go to Xavier Estebold, as opposed to actually transferring over to Madam as though, or for who would normally win. But we're here the morning of the final day, docher in the kitchen, prepping breakfast for all. What are you all up to?
2: You know, would be obviously at the bar. Trying to get some nice espresso and coffee-like beverage mixed up, probably with some fruit on the side, and maybe grubs he'd mix up in his fashion from his hometown. Thinking about what uh, the madam told him and asked him, and how he would go about it.
0: Deuter prepping breakfast, you know, making a drink. Flynn and Corbin, what are you up to this morning?
4: Flynn's gonna take a bit longer getting down to join the group this morning after he's just gonna have a bit of a longer conversation with his. Uh, benefactor but uh eventually would come down to join the rest of the group a little grumpier than usual and only noteworthy other change is his you've seen his eyes glow that kind of yellowed color when he's activating his abilities in the past and now they are that way when he comes down so just a kind of glowing yellow light from his eyes and then he goes and finds he's gonna root around and see if he can't find he some cigars for the day, more uh, longer term burn for the uh, combat coming up than trying to carry, trying to light a cigarette mid-combat over and over again.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can definitely find a pack of cigars over by the drink stand where you know is. As well. Corbin.
3: Yeah, so this is this is the next morning, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So how can you just describe to me how the living room is looking? When last we left off, it was pretty I mean, everything looked a mess. Her, Madam Sangari's right-hand man was rough for wear, and then we had another guy that was kind of just standing in the corner. Are they anywhere to be seen, or are we just the, are we the first ones up? And is the house clean?
0: Oh, there's no way you're the first ones up in a house full of servants. Uh, it is immaculate down here. Mals is walking around as though nothing had happened. Madame Sangari seems to be getting fitted for her tactical armor. Uh, the gentleman from before is still standing in the corner tight-lipped with an angry face, but servants are all about, you can see weapons being moved about as they're getting things prepped for the upcoming battle.
3: Orban is going to ask one of the servants for a coffee, two creamers, and then he's going to go sit in a couch that's the furthest away where he can watch all of the buzz that's going on, where he can still see everything happening, but his back is going to be against the wall. Um, So Noah can see the text he sends out and he's going to send a text to his daughter uh, saying, hey, pumpkin. Hope you have a wonderful day. Look forward to seeing you tonight over dinner.
0: Yeah, you get back the love you, Dad, you too.
3: And then he will put his phone in his pocket and enjoy his coffee and just get ready for the day. Yeah,
0: guns, pistols, armor. You can see some servants are actually getting fitted uh, in order to be here for the defense of the house. Upstairs in the fitting room, Excellent. you walk in is a small contingent of servants is equipping Madame Sangari in an ornate blue and gold tactical armor. She has an exquisite longsword on one hip, a modified pistol on the other. Oh, good morning, excellent. Morning.
4: Do you have another set of that armor? Maybe something less gaudy, but not that yours doesn't look good. It's great. I don't need it to be blue and gold. I just need to be effective. Unfortunately, it's matching.
0: It's my old husband's if you'd like to wear it. All right, then. Come, come. She'll invite you to stand over next to where she is, kind of hands out, as they're taking measurements and fitting the armor to her. As servants will start taking off the armor you're wearing now. And start putting armor on you you seem in sorts this morning i like what you've done with the
4: eyes let's just say i'm motivated to remove your competition
0: and she'll flash you a polite smile of that's a wonderful thing to hear in the morning
4: flint will nod but otherwise just stay quiet
0: for those of you downstairs getting ready seeing the buzz of the household malz is in full kind of commander mode he's bringing out maps he's getting things ready He's directing people as to where to put equipment, where to prep, uh, which snipers should be on the roof, where people should be. But about 10, 15 minutes later, after all of you have kind of come down settled in before you'd see Madame Segari coming down the steps in her blue and gold ornate armor. Next to her would be Flynn uh, in a similar matching set, also with a nice sword at his hip and a pistol, though on opposite sides.
3: You'd hear Corbin whistle as soon as you came down the stairs. You'd hear, there's some fancy digs, bud. Yeah. With luck, it will help prevent my other arm from being blown off this time around. Corbin immediately chokes on his coffee when you say that. <laughs> it starts laughing. <laughs> it's a good step in the right direction. You stay behind me, bud. will make sure that doesn't happen again.
1: Yeah. Dotro would go through the kitchen, put everything away, and unroll his knife set, making sure everything is sharpened and honed. And then put them into the bandolier underneath his chef's whites. And, you know, grenade yeah. launcher shot to the back.
0: Uh, Mel's would let you all know that 15 minutes we're going to convene to discuss the plan. Uh, we won't strike until dusk, though.
4: Uh-huh.
0: Understood. But as you guys spend that time then catching up, taking seats at the table, Flynn, you'll get a, a message on your phone, just a brief text, uh-huh. asking if everything's in order. I'll
4: ans- Flynn would answer, yes, in order. Or at least being ordered now. You might think that last part, that's a lot to type into a text message.
1: <laughs> are there any ingredients that are conspicuously missing in the kitchen, like garlic or things of that nature? No, none at all. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, no, as far as food-wise, nothing Nothing's really missing in that sort of sense. Okay. But with all of you gathered, mouse will roll out a large map. Mouse will Stand at the head of the table while Madame Sangari heads off towards the kitchen. We're planning to go in at dusk. We have until 9pm to remove Arvori or gain his surrender. If not, then the madam loses her house right to Avori, And that will not happen. Is that clear? Uh, yes. Sure. That's what we're all here for. I'm sending ten soldiers with each of you. We need to take the area surrounding the Arvori estate so we cannot make an escape. There are four major locations. One, the Crow estate up above has a group of snipers and soldiers on it. We need to make sure that we are not pinned down if somebody would like to take that. The Southern Yard is massive, and they have a couple squads of banter support set up there. Now, we have removed three of his commanders so far, which is great, but we are under the impression he's still using a tactician to help coordinate. The south and north sections of his estate are going to be the most heavily defended. Also, we'll need another group to make sure that the west gate that leads out of Bayview is blocked. There are a fair amount of blinkers that are out there helping, so make sure they don't get too close. So, for listeners at home, we're going to be testing out a pseudo new rule setup just kind of made up to kind of help with kind of larger skirmishes and fight. Think of a, if you've played Fire Emblem, kind of dealing with that kind of rock, paper, scissors, slash effect, uh, dealing with morale points and what. So let's all roll initiatives. As we begin the Battle of Bayview. All right, very well. So we cut across to the South Yard parking lot, approaching the Arvoria State. The three-tiered home, you can see the balconies kind of on rotating sides as you run up against the first group of banter support mercenaries. Flynn, what are you
4: doing? Flynn's going to take this opportunity to to recon on the way in. He will use Fabricate Disguise to help his team blend in before they make their approach. We will use this opportunity to, uh, since they're not charging, we will sneak in from the sides and we will flank them. The agents of the South
0: Yard are dug in uh, and do not see your flank approach. So you will take this one,
4: getting two points. And they... Excellent. Good work, man. And I'd say let's press advantage, but we can't do that because we already did the recon thing.
0: And <laughs> do erased themselves. I'm
1: sorry. Yep. A bit.
0: <laughs> no worries. Uh, Doja. it's your turn. So as your squad is heading up the rounding driveway that goes up to what once was the uh, glorious and fantastical kind of crow estate is since burned down. You can definitely see the sniper set up in the ruins of this dilapidated and destroyed building.
1: I think we're going to try to get some recon with a uh, coyote detective.
0: So as long as you're using like a daily ability or a spell slot, it has
4: to be something that can be expended. has to cost us a resource of some kind.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to use detect thoughts. Okay, awesome. Yeah.
4: The most legitimate recon we could do. <laughs> what are they literally what are they doing this thing okay great
0: uh-huh. <laughs> very well so yeah as you move in detective thoughts uh your agents are pick up they are not going to fly yeah we're gonna charge as your troops go to charge the snipers uh, are able to reveal their trap where they are dug in uh and catch you in a bit of crossfire so you will lose a point and they will gain two. you know so you're at the west gate uh exit so you're moving between houses uh, when they say blinkers, they mean the band of the gang from the inner dust banter area called the blink dogs. So you're dealing with a bunch of like close firearm, shotgun, kind of pseudo police force kind of gang. They get a lot of their excess equipment from the seekers. You guys are trying to maneuver between households.
2: All right. Well, I'm going to use my invisibility to do a little recon work of these blinkers. See if I have to be worried about range right off the bat or if they're going to be easy animals charging.
0: from. So using your invisibility. Uh, your group's able to determine they are not going to dig
2: it. All we right. We're, I'll tell my boys that we are going to use the old ancient hunting techniques of my people, and we're going to try to outflank them and attack them from this, their weak points.
0: Getting in position as you try to flank them, uh, a group of blinkers will come rushing forward, shotguns ablazing, charging into battle with you. So they will take the advantage in this one, getting two points, and dealing one to you. And at the north yard, Corbin, this is the the widest area troops are all about as you guys are moving towards the home. You can see the lights on on the second floor uh,
3: as you approach. Yeah, so Corbin is going to look at his guys, look at the area, and then he's going to go into a focused, he, he's going to get focused and go into a rage. And uh, when he does that, there's this shroud of darkness that comes around him and within 30 feet. So what I'm gonna, I want to do is I want to use a... Round of Rage uh, in conjunction with my Shades of Rage, which makes it harder for me to see to kind of scout the area.
0: Okay. Uh, using a your, using your recon ability, uh, you can tell they are not going to flank. Uh,
3: when I come back to my guys, I'm going to look at my second in command. I'm like, boys, we're flanking. And then Corbin's going to start doing hand signals and tell them exactly how this is going to get done. And then execute. All right.
0: Upon the white expanse of the North Yard, uh, the banter support agents will rush for charging. With auto rifles taking the advantage. As you can see, troops kind of getting into position, uh, reinforcements lining up. Flynn through the south yard.
4: Flynn will, uh, <clears throat> takes a big uh, inhale on this cigar and flips the visor down, exhaling smoke all out of it, billowing out as he motions to his men. We press the advantage. Charge.
0: All right. Excellent. You are able to charge forward in the south yard. As they had removed themselves from so their dug in position, they were trying to move to flank as you guys will shatter through them, taking the advantage on this.
4: With a, with a um, limited selection of first-level spells, we will press our morale-breaking charge attacks advantage with an itching curse uh, to really make them uncomfortable in their skins after such a uh, big defeat. Perfect. So that puts you at, what, five morale? We lost one at the end of the last round, so that's three more for four.
0: Four. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. All right. Dotra, as the firefight continues on the Crow State, you can see down below your allies uh, attempting to attack the house. What do you guys do up here? We're going to charge. With their elevated position, uh, they will remain dug in. Oh, son of a bitch. They will take the advantage on this one as well, forcing you to lose another morale unless you want to expend uh, a defensive power
2: to reduce that.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. While you look over your powers, you know.
2: Oh, right. I will confer to my men. Be like, do not take that skirmish as an indicator of the battle to be lost. Or a snake never strikes once and we're a pit of vipers. And he's going to lead another flank. Really showing his inexperienced deleting and just really going off instinct at this point.
0: The blinkers having pushed their way through into your, your previous attempts to flank them, uh, they are dug in this time. So they will be caught off guard by your sudden viciousness and you will get the advantage on this one. Getting your two morale points and they will lose one. Corbin.
3: Corbin's going to be emboldened by the fact that uh, his first command uh, got the better of him, and he's going to double down, and he's going to say, we're going to flank him again, boys. Let's go.
0: At the north yard. Yeah, their charge haven't been successful this time. They attempt to hold that ground by digging in, but you were able to get the advantage on this.
3: Cool. And then I would like to press the advantage for sure. Okay. Grab an extra point.
0: Yeah. At the south yard. Flynn. Uh, it looks like these agents are definitely being pressed hard. Your, your troops are cutting them off in almost every direction. What are you up to?
4: Now that we've made our presence known, we will uh, gather up some of the, of the remnants of the barriers that were there from the previous teams digging in, and we will dig in ourselves.
0: As this, uh, this troop already down attempts to remove you by charging forward, they find themselves completely outdone as they are gunned down before your group. Up top of the Crow Estate, Notra. Going avalanche, charge. As you go rushing in, they are also charging you back. So both of you are going to lose two points. Can still expend a power to either increase your morale or decrease your loss, however you'd like to.
1: Yep, gonna, yeah, we're going to heighten awareness again.
2: So how, many, how much morale do you have?
1: Negative four.
2: And then you know. I'll turn to my men. Do not celebrate yet, for the prey has not been defeated. Let us show our might. The might of our people. And I'll lead a charge. Using momentum, trying not to get them settled in our new position.
0: Yeah, as they move to try to flank you, your charge will break through, giving you that advantage.
2: I will press and use a spells. And Corbin.
3: Yeah, so Corbin's going to survey the land, see that we've broken even, failing a flank, but then flanking and catching them off guard by doubling down. Uh, and he's going to want to want he's going to want to spend one of his rage round to recon the area and get a feel for what the enemy's getting ready to do.
0: All right. Uh, Yeah, you know they are not digging in.
3: Okay. With this knowledge, Corbin is going to look down. He's going to ponder for a minute, and then he's going to look at his boys, and he's going to say, all right, guys, it's time to go, and then we're going to charge, and he's going to lead from the front.
0: Excellent. You go rushing in as they also charge you. Fuck yeah. So you'll both lose two. What's your
3: morale? My morale now... It was at two when we started the round, so this would be zero
0: perfect They're at negative at three, so they will lose an additional one. then at the end of the round, everybody loses one, so the first section of the north yard collapses
3: what do i see when i what do I see when I look over to joe's
0: so you you can see up the the crow estate looked over the arvore is kind of like it was the rich house that was sat on top of the bayview area. Uh, you can just see there's a massive firefight going up in there. The air is you know uh, littered with the bursts of uh, Muzzle flare, and you can hear that echoing across this entire
3: community. Corbin's going to radio over, and he's going to say, Dotra, how are you hanging up there?
1: Oh, been better. It's not going great.
3: Would you like one of us to come help, or are you coming to us?
1: We're kind of stuck where we are.
3: Okay. Before Corbin makes the call, he's going to radio over to the rest of the guys. Hey, does anybody have a free hand that they can lend Dotra right now? I got two squads in front of me. I'm looking to take care of here.
4: It looks like there's another group ahead, uh, so I need to take the care of that one first. Last time I went out on a limb, I lost one. So we're going to finish
2: this here now. A snake takes its time to kill its prey, but the moment it's done,
3: I shall assist. So, Don't you would hear, uh, as I'm still kind of hot-miking, as Corbin is still hot-miking the network, uh, you would hear him off in the distance after he heard what Flynn said and what the rest of the group said. You'd hear him say, I don't give a fuck that we just beat the squads. We gotta go to a different location. Rally up, boys, let's go. He'd say, don't turn on my way. And then the mics would cut you up.
0: Alright, Flynn, start of the new round.
4: Yeah, advance into the next group. We will hide from our victory. We will start by bursting from our cover and charging forward towards the other uh, skirmish group.
0: The ragtag group of both Street bot mercenaries and banter support are hoping to retake this momentum that you've stolen and they are also charging. So you'll both lose two. And then what's your morale?
4: Four. We won via dug in. So we'd gotten two and lost one. So was at five? If I have to get my number right. So was it five? five? Lose one now. Go to four.
0: Okay. And they will drop down another one to, to minus three because you have the
4: higher morale. We'll just start yelling about send, send them to the fires of hell and whatnot. Right,
0: and uh, up at the crow state. But, Dotra, you're backed up by Corbin's squad, but both of you are up against the Crow Estate. So, we'll go ahead and do Dotra first. We're going to dig in. So, as you dig in, as do they, Uh, the exchange of gunfire goes off, so you'll both lose one point. You know.
2: I'll turn to my man and say, let us not throw caution to the wind, for information is key to make our strike lethal. And I'll cast Cloak of the Naga to go invisible and get a recon going.
0: You know that they are not
2: choosing flank. Okay, and then I will lead my men in a flanking motion.
0: As you go to the flank the group of blinkers, uh, they're in these kind of close quarters with shotguns abound. Their charge is able to do
3: a fair amount of damage,
0: so they will take that advantage there. Up on the Crow state, Corbin, what
3: was your action? Corbin's going to be right next to Dotra, who is probably in his trenches or, or behind a rock and Corbin is going to... He's going to send his squad to move to flank.
0: All right, so yes, they will lose that, so you get two and they gain one. Wait, they gain one? Or, sorry, he lose two, they they lost one. The fighting at the Crow State seems to get larger as we see multiple groups there exchanging fire. Uh, Amongst the North Yard, those of you from... Especially the Crow State can look down and see the North Yard troops marching towards the Sangari home. Fighting in the South Yard seems to be going fairly well for uh, Exelum's troops. Uh, And the battle in Westgate seems to be pretty back and forth and violent. Flynn in the South Yard.
4: I think we're going to take this opportunity to uh, throw another flurry of disguises at them to gain a recon, see what they're up to.
0: All right. You know
4: they did not choose charge. All right. So we will approach from the sides in a flanking action. Uh,
0: After the stunning defeat last time, they had attempted to dig in taking defensive positions, but they are not ready amongst the surprising amount of disguised characters as you take flank and remove them. The South Yard has fallen to Flynn's troops. All right. Up at the Crow Estate. Dotra, going to try
1: to flank.
3: Sorry, I'm going to say this out loud before uh, we learn what Jeff's actions are just to make sure we're, we're fair here. Uh, I'm going to move to recon and flank as well. If, unless I can't flank, but recon and then flank or charge.
1: Okay,
0: so... Uh, using your recon, they are not choosing flank. Then yes, with the assistance of Corbin, Dotra, you are able to flank on their dug-in location. Uh, with Yay. that, they are absolutely taken out. So both of you will get to apply the winning a skirmish with the flank option. While you ponder that, we go over to Westgate. You know, the fight is strong between the Blink Dogs and, and your group.
2: You know, he's going to be a little exhausted. Turn to his men. Be like, all right. Even Corbin was useless. His first couple skirmishes. So I want you to show these men your fury. Let us show them the might of your clan. And I'll lead them in a charge
0: through the backyards and through the uh, homes here at the Westgate part of Bayview. Uh, the Blink Dogs charge against Udo's people. As you both charge, you'll both lose two points.
2: Oh, this is bloody. And what's your morale? I'm now minus two. All right, at negative
0: two, you do have more than them. So the first group of Blink Dogs are destroyed. As we hit the end of the round, everybody will lose one more point. Those of you, so you won with a charge. uh, You do get your additional two morale points. Uh, Both my flanking homies up on the hill, you have an additional point you can spread out to other groups. One point you can assign to other people if you'd like.
3: Yeah, Corbin's going to look over the edge after winning the battle up here and make eye contact with... He's gonna make eye contact with Uno and he's gonna say, "Hey, fuck you! I heard that." He's just gonna shout it out, but in an encouraging, "Fuck you!" and he's gonna give his morale point to Yuno's squad.
2: You see, even Corbin's with us. He'll yell at his troops,
1: and Dotra will try to give it, give the bonus to Flynn, so that we can move in to flank on the north side, staying over the inner columns as a strategic advantage, hoping to give that. Morale that way
4: flynn also won in a flank then he would pass that up or off to uh you know try to give him some support since he's all by himself down there
2: i'll look over to flynn and bc information is power and he'll encourage his troops again
4: all
0: right excellent so we start off this next round flynn if you want you can take these points and advance basically to the avoria state. So they'll take you out of the rest of this combat, but you'll be saving these morale points for the after fight, or you can move into another group
4: to assist. No, we'll help clean up the the west gate. I think before, since those guys are already working together, so Flynn and his team would head down towards the west gate side. You guys,
0: come with me. If you, if Thus and Dotra, are you guys both moving to the north yard?
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, unless um, I start hearing radio chatter to the contrary that they need help, I'm gonna go back and kick this thing off
2: you would just hear you know a hot mic in half the time and you just hear him hissing while he bites flynn
0: and you know going against the uh blink dogs you guys have here uh trapped between homes what are your actions
4: so we will uh gather up all of our or or, uh, fabricate further disguises as now a uh uh, cheerful group of mimes approach from the north or south yard sorry south into Westgate. they won't even know what, what hit them but uh, hopefully we'll figure out what they're not doing.
2: Yuno know, will look at his men and say, being ready and wait for our spies will let us know the advance.
0: So they are not charging. But
4: I will you convey can... that they are not charging.
2: You want my action as well at the same time?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Sounds like so you know, you know, this will be fun. Yuno know will be flanking. As the blink dogs here watched the defeat of their allies, uh, they thought it best to dig in. Fortunately, unaware that both Yuno's troops, as well as the Exlem squad, uh, we're able to flank. So, both of you will take wins, uh, and they will take heavy losses. At the north yard, as these troops are approaching the Sangari estate, coming down from the, from the crow's nest. The crow estate. <laughs> the rookery. <laughs> Corbin and Dotra, what are you guys choosing and doing? I choose flank. Also flank. Fortunately, at the north yard, seeing that they had an open area, uh, they were attempting to charge Sangari's home. So both of you lose one as they will gain two points. With the round completed, uh, we turn to Westgate.
2: I get. I'll, I'll type it in first. I think before he does that, I will be like, "Let us show us that they're not the only ones that can sneak behind enemy lines." And again, I'll look to my mana as a let us infiltrate the enemy, and pass on the information to our kin. As I cast Cloak of the Naga.
0: Very well. <laughs> they are not digging in this time.
2: You know. Now will be like, "Let us finish what our Tighten incisors have entrapped our prey in charge. Flynn
4: is joining with that. They throw <laughs> off their mime disguises and leap forward.
2: <laughs> Mr. Mime! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very well. As the group of blink dogs attempted to separate uh, to fight you on both fronts, hopefully from the cover of the inside of homes, behind doors, and from garages, uh, their flank is unsuccessful as they are charged both sides, and their group is removed entirely. Back at the North Yard. Te- technically, Dotra gets first action to do a recon if they want, but otherwise, just because of initiatives, but otherwise, go ahead and reveal both what you're doing when you're ready. I got nothing else to use to do a recon. Josh, you want to burn anything on that?
3: Mm, no, Corbin's going t- to be pissed, and he's going if he does get the advantage on this, he's going to want to press the advantage for the extra morale killers. So, no, he's not going to recon. He's going he's to want to charge.
1: And flank.
0: Very well. The North Yard, with the support of their friends behind them, they feel comfortable in doing this. They will charge. Um, so, against Dotra, they will break through your flank, and Corbin. You both charge each other, so you'll both lose two, and then what's your
3: morale? We just butted heads, right? So we just lost 2 Mm-hmm. So negative two, and then I, I lose an additional one at the end of the round, or?
0: You lose an additional one because you both charge, and they have a higher morale.
3: Okay, so it's, okay, so net negative three, and I'll be at negative four when we hit the end of the round? Correct. Jesus Christ. Okay.
0: And we're out. All right, so we end the round. Everybody loses one. And you said, Dotra, your group falls? That is correct.
4: Well, we've, we've, we won ours with flanks on our end. Can we hand over uh, morale points? Yeah, absolutely. So we'll, we'll give a morale point to uh, Dotra.
2: That brings us up to negative 5. Do do I know what that? how badly they're looking? Do I know, like, the, essentially their morale points, but in damages by looking at them? Like, can I tell which one's worse off?
1: Yeah, I mentioned you guys are
0: kind of in radio contact, like you have been. Like, you definitely hear that Dotra's group has been running up against a lot of heavy
1: opposition.
2: All right. I'll go over columns and, Dotra, don't you dare give up yet. I need some more appetizers for my menu. And I'll give him my morale bonus.
1: Live to lose another
0: day. All right, farewell. We start off this next round, then are you Flynn and, you know, are you guys rooting yourself for the battle and taking those brow points to win or joining in with the rest of the group?
4: I'll go help out. We don't need more people behind us.
2: I'm hungry for more and I'll leave my men back to help out. Very well, Flynn. I think at this point,
4: Flynn would go ahead and try to find an advantage and get the drop on Arvori. So I think, So I think, yeah, he'll, he'll move in.
0: All right, perfect. So we'll shift you out of this for now. Uh, so you guys can see the firefight. Happening is Excellent Squad is now starting to basically block off and like take out the vehicles, starting to surround the house uh, to prevent Arvori's escape. You three at the North Yard go in initiative order. I've already chosen my action. Is anybody doing recon?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. It's looking dire over here with my boys. So I- I'll look to my men and be like, let us make sure we win this fight as well. Casted.
0: Okay. They are not charging. All right. Dotra. Going to flank. All right. You know?
2: Same boat. Corbin. Yeah, I'm flanking. Oh dear, Lord. <laughs>
0: uh, in an excellent display, the three of you are able to rush in upon their dug-in position. So, all of you will get two morale each, and they will lose three times. End of the round, everybody loses <coughs> lose another point, and I've chosen mine, so is anybody doing recon? Not I.
2: Already Final choices? I'm gonna flank. I am charging the enemy's position with the wrath of the cobra. I'm gonna charge.
0: So, versus, flank versus flank. Dotra, you can remove yourself from the combat if you'd like, but both of you choosing charge means they will lose another two. You guys will both gain two more morale points each, uh, and at the end of the round, that puts them at negative five, and they are done. At this point, all of you are not in a battle, so you can choose to advance to the Arvoria State, or if you guys want to remove this last one to try to scrape some more morale points off, you can.
2: I'll look over to <laughs> Carbon. And see how he looks and how his troops are before. And be like, are you good for another round or shall we continue on with this task?
3: Yeah, so you're going to see Corbin's well-led troops uh, missing about half of them. So I have four guys left in my squad. Uh, I've taken some con damage to kind of take a couple blows to let the guy survive. And these last couple rounds has taken you know half the squad away. So I still got four guys to my squad. Uh and I'm looking pretty good. So I'm thumbs up ready to rock in. And I got uh, above table I have two morale points uh in my pocket. I think I'm a plus 5 right now.
2: Cool. Um so I'm going with you. Let let's keep the momentum going.
1: Do sure, trip.
2: Sure. We're done here. <laughs> Already. <Alrighty. laughs> my viper pit continues
0: very well. So you'll move to move to there and then so you know and corbin you're gonna try to call this last group oh yeah yes all very well i've made my choice
3: I'd, I'd like to spend a round of rage to see what these guys were doing while we were taking out the squad in front of them i'd like to do a recon move
0: okay so yeah with their recon you know they are not digging in
3: then i'm gonna charge
2: say so let's go get them boys you know will turn to his man and be like let us wait await our prey like the scorpion does.
0: Very well. So they charge. Um, going up against Corbin, they will lose two, as you will lose two. What's your morale?
3: It's at zero now.
0: Okay. So they'll drop down to three, uh, and you know, you chose to dig in. Correct. Yeah, backing up his Corbin's charging position, uh, you're able to push back their charge easily, gaining you those points as they lose another, putting them at negative four, and at the end of the round, they collapse
2: we still lose that one at the end of the round?
0: Yes, everybody loses the one at
2: the end of the round. only plus six. Uh,
0: as you guys will all advance the Arvore State. So, as your men surround the building, you can see Madam Sangari's Honor Guard with mouths, as well as the heavily armored uh, paladin walking across the north yard, heading towards the building to join you as you all progress inside. <laughs> uh, how bad are you all looking?
3: Uh, I'm at 15 con. I got four guys in my squad, and I have negative one morale. How about you guys?
4: My morale is at six, with everybody
2: still there. I myself, I'm also at positive six. But I lost, I think I lost two.
1: I got two guys, negative four morale, and a nine constitution.
2: Are we taking our guys with us, or are we now? No. Yeah, so they'll they'll surround the
0: home uh, to prevent his escape. You guys will head up the stairs onto the second floor of the opulent home of Reginald Lavori.
3: What what time is it right now? Uh,
0: It's about 8.45, so you have about 15 minutes.
3: Corbin is going to send an apologetic text to his daughter, apologizing for missing our 8.30 dinner, and letting her know that he is running a bit late and and will need about an hour.
2: I think I'll turn to the group say, well, time to get the game face on, as he'll look down, quiver a little bit, and he's going to cast Gaze of Absolution as you'll see this snake, because he's shirtless now with blood after that battle, the snake that's cold around his stomach that goes up his back is going to slightly light up as know begins to change and his eyes go slitted and look poison green like a snake and in his incisors. smile is widening, exposing sharp incisors, dripping with venom. And that'll also give me, a, I think it's Death Watch or whatever it's Deathwatch. Death Watch,
0: yeah. As you enter into the opulent state of Reginald Lavori, Heading up to the second floor, you can hear the faint playing of a piano, the cling of glasses, as a couple servants are running drinks over to him as he sits there. As soon as he sees you all enter in, he'll call out, You'll forgive me for not inviting you in, madam. She kind of hisses back, That's an old wives tale, Reginald. I believe you've lost. And he'll sit there still playing. Oh, I wouldn't quite say that yet. Let us discuss the terms of your surrender, madam. See no reason this has to end any worse than it already has, Minora? Is there anything you guys want to do? She'll walk. She'll walk up to the edge here to, to speak down to him while he's
2: playing the piano. You know will grin, showing his sharpened bangs and use death
3: wash to see what he can gather from his surroundings.
1: Can I just shoot him with a grenade launcher?
3: Up 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 up! Hold, hold on! Keep your muffins to yourself. Let me let me ask a <laughs> let me ask a question or two before we just go and guns a blazing with Madison Gary between you know uh, him and us. Jeff, do, we still got the button pen thing. Right That makes it to where we can't go to kill each other when we're talking, correct, okay,
0: if he dies before nine o'clock, she wins
4: our our obligation is clear, I think doesn't matter what she is he's
3: she holds the contract right no i'm I'm do I mean this is to support her. I'm just saying we can super not go bloodshed on this, I think you mean let her take him out is that? Yeah, I mean, does, and essentially he would say in a hushed tone, do we, know if, uh, do we know for sure if she's a vampire or not? I Would I be able to tell
2: with Death Watch?
0: Yes, you were able to tell Madame Sangari, Malz Moran, as well as the gentleman in the armor are all registering as undead.
2: I'm not going to tell my party. You know's going to look over at Corbin, and he's going to be smiling ear to ear, bearing those two fangs he has with his snake eyes. And you'll see like a shine in his eyes as he winks and looks forward.
3: Corbin would pull the coin out of his, his uh, coat pocket and he would go to hand it to his little snake friend. He'd give him a nod, and be like, hey, buddy, you want to do the honors, Mr. Knight in Shining Armor? The honors, you. All right. So, yeah, Corbin would want to activate the pen for him and Madam Singari and their group up ahead. So that way they could talk and just walk up and just walk up alongside him. We're not gonna shoot him, and nobody's gonna pull a gun or harm him. She's just gonna bite him. I'm pretty sure a
4: bite is uh, not even open to interpretation. That is an aggressive act.
0: Yeah, you can roll me a profession lawyer on this. Come
4: on, come on, be a good lawyer this one time. I've rolled like a dang near a twenty on every one of these lawyer checks, so I don't know. Eighteen's actually kind of garbage. Um, but I got an eighteen on that profession lawyer check. I mean,
0: you guys do have morale points sitting around if you want to spend those to boost that number. I don't. Okay. <laughs> then yeah, everything seems to check out pretty well based on what Corbin's saying.
4: All right, great. It's going to work, I guess. Let's just do it. We've got we're running we're low on time, so they're going to chat. They better chat fast. I got it. Okay.
0: Then Madame Sagari and her two guards will head across the uh, large room, heading down the stairs, past the copper railing, and towards the piano. Where is that? Are all these staying up and above?
4: I think Flynn will come to about just down in front of the windows kind of at the ledge there
3: Corbin is going to follow Madam Zingari and the group and stay at the top of the last remaining staircase so the last flight of stairs so he still has uh, still see the second floor and and the first floor uh, opening where this piano and other seating arrangements are so just making sure to have oversight
2: Yuno's going to walk forward very calmly, covered in blood still, grinning. He's going to walk right by Mr. Avoy, sizing him up, and then he'll glare at the madam and her guards, appreciating them more now, knowing that they're vampires. And as he walks by, he takes position on her back right, he'll whisper, We're more alike than I thought.
0: All of you can give me perception checks or sense motives. Oh my gosh. <laughs> ah
2: not 20 you know shin can see
3: death watch i'm telling you i rolled a 25. all right and Flynn and dogey i
0: only got a 19. <clears throat> all right and corbin were you rolling a sense mode over
3: perception i was rolling perception
0: very well so as you guys take your positions corbin there does you look around this i mean you can see you see the finely crafted doors the beautiful architecture here the curtains closed though dimly lit Uh, It's not hard to to miss how wealthy Arvori must be. Uh, But with the 25, there's something about this that feels a little off. There's his placement, his seating, the covered windows, all that seems a little strange. But you know, with a nat 20 on the perception, you can spot that there is a wire that runs from the seat where he's at to the piano. God damn it.
3: Of course there'd be.
0: As you all approach, he continues to play. It's one of my favorite songs, The Dirge of Saint Arcani. I'm sure you know his history, madam. She sneers at him. And what's that supposed to mean? Well, nothing. Classical music, I find, is so much better than this new trash that comes out. These DJs and their their new electronic music. Why mess with perfection?
2: Would I have time to do something or cast a spell seeing that cable? Uh, you do. You know, would see the cable and then he cast Grasp of the Naga, casting Mage Hand. He yank that cable out.
0: Excellent. As Reginald Arvore begins to hit the crescendo of the music, as you reach out and rip out the cable, the trap is set off.
4: I made an engineering check first.
0: All of the curtain drop, all of the covers on paintings drop, as the entire room is covered in 14 different daylight spells. The madam begins screaming in pain. Mouse, unfortunately unable to figure out what's going on, being freshly turned, is yelling, trying to reach for his gun. The heavily armored man sits there with a grim determination on his face, as he simply smiles, as his skin begins to peel off and turn to dust. Arvori continues playing, as they try to find places to get covered, find shade. There is nothing in here to
4: provide them. when is is going to interpret this as aggressive action on the part of the other party. Well, he will attempt to bring his gun to bear.
0: Oh yeah, you absolutely can. The coin is still in effect. Everyone is being affected by sunlight as they would be.
4: Right. This hat. I've been affected by sunlight previously. Uh, most days even, and it hasn't done much. Aside from it's easier to see here now, so I'm just going to pick up the Gatling gun and uh, and aim at the pianist.
0: As you do that, everybody roll initiatives.
3: I'm going to pull the string the bad guy has right in the fucking thing. Like, alright.
2: Hey. In my defense, I heard he say cable, and I figured electronic signal that he would push a button and it was tough, like the windows were going to blow or there's going to be Gatling guns. <laughs> Totally on brand. All right, now... my guy st- still has a negative one wisdom, so let's be honest.
1: <laughs> Cute.
4: I rolled a three on my initiative for sixteen.
1: I rolled a nine. I'll just I'll just be back here. <laughs> <laughs> that last battle was real
0: rough. <laughs> but yes, you know you were first to react as all of a sudden uh, three of your. Uh, employed allies begin burning in the bright daylight that covers the entire second floor. From outside, you would see like lights beaming out of the second floor in every direction.
2: know uh, would grab the madam and try and cover her from the sunlight, and maybe if there's any shade at all behind me by the elevated position, get her cover there.
0: Yeah, try to get her into a corner and like be on top of her, kind of covering her.
4: Yeah, Flynn. Flynn will thoughtfully auto attack with the gatling gun i'm not 100 percent sure on all the gun rules but basically just start making holes in a uh, Arvory. before he does that he will smite impudence and uh call a judgment of destruction he's going to glow bright you so yellow light and mist kind of just streaming off of him as he focuses the power of his benefactor so he's doing all that. He just has a standard action for the attack this round. So, so I'm just going to shoot.
0: Oh, you don't have a swift action?
4: Well, I do, but I'm going to do two of them to activate both a smite and a judgment because, you know, everything... Every, at this point, everything lasts until the end of combat, and I think this is the last combat. So we're just <laughs> turning things on now. So it should be a 28 to hit.
0: Yeah, the spray of bullets goes cutting across the piano, ripping apart the seat. Uh, definitely clips across our void. As he starts to struggle and move to get out of the way uh, and try to take cover behind that piano. As you open fire on him, you can see the invisibility will drop on eight applied solutions guards that have shotguns raised and ready and are beginning to move in. Corbin. And
4: that'll be 11. For it's worth, that was 11
3: damage total with the uh, destruction going. I'll try to get that in the dice rolls now.
4: No worries.
0: Added to it.
3: So Corbin is immediately going to, as a free action, go into his double rage, controlled rage. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, uh, 30 feet around me is a Blood Rager ability called, from my bloodline called Shades of Rage, which lowers the light level one step of whatever the light level is. So my question is, what, what light level are we at right now, and what does it lower it to?
0: Sadly, with this many daylight spells active, uh, it brings it down from what would be like a brilliant day to a
3: bright day. Okay. Well, I mean, that's still not nothing. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then in my rage, I'm going to use skilled rager. I'm going to jump in a rage over the banister from the stairs. And then Mm -hmm. when I land on my feet, I'm going to charge to the piano which is most likely on wheels uh, and I'm going to slide underneath it. And what I'm going to try and do is kind of turtle the piano chords, Madame Sengari and smash it into the wall. So she has something to hide behind from the light. I'm going to take his cover from him.
0: Okay. Absolutely. Go ahead and give me that uh, string check. You'll be able to jump down from there easily enough running past the burning Mal's Moran, uh, as you attempt to flip the piano in that direction. We'll set this at, in a fairly large piano. Uh, we're going to set this to the DC
3: 20 stretch. I rolled a 14. We need to hit 20 for me to be able to move this piano over Madame Singari so she doesn't die. Mm-hmm.
1: I would love to give you inspiration because that's a badass.
3: Oh, cool. Yay.
1: But I don't have it? inspiration.
3: Damn it. Why did you <laughs> even say it, man? I got excited. <laughs> I said I would love to. Hey, lover boy, you want to give me some of those morale points so we can keep your girlfriend alive? How many do you need? I need six. All of them? (laughs) Yeah, I need... Or three from both of you, but yes. I mean, do you want her to die? No, but I also want to live. Okay, well... Can
1: I give the piano my negative morale?
3: (laughs) Hey, fuck you, classical arts. (laughs) You just start talking shit to it. It gets easier to move.
2: (sighs) Yeah, I'll give you all my morale. Thank you, buddy. Gonna be bullied into it. I mean,
3: you, whatever, man. I'm just saying, here's a thing that I'm doing. You can support yeah. it or not. No, I just makes... want you to be aware of the consequences.
4: No, I, whenever anybody throws a piano at me, I always try to help them out as much as possible to make sure they can do it. <laughs> I wouldn't want them to fail to throw the piano
2: all the way to me. I'm gonna fail something big later because I don't have those points.
3: Okay, so Jeff, we did it. I've, 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 cor- I've corralled the, the, the troops and they have loaned me six dollars.
0: All right. Very well with the... I ain't
3: giving him
4: any of my money. Give me that for lunch.
0: <laughs> so with the combined morale and your incredible effort, you're able to move the piano over towards that corner, giving a space for Madame Sangari and Yuno uh, to kind of get some cover with your shadow effect going. That provides them enough shade that she's not in direct exposure, but the soldiers will begin moving in. Uh, first one here will move up. Take a aim shotgun at you, Corbin.
3: My my AC is 17. It does not hit.
0: Okay. Yeah, the next one will move up, taking a defensive stance in front of Reginald as it will aim its shot at Malz, striking him as he burns. So here move up. The one towards the bottom will rush across the hallway, uh, firing at you, Corbin. 22. Hits. Uh, Doing six points of damage. Dotra.
1: All right. So the piano's moved, and the uh, the guy walked around me. He did. He would he would provoke if you'd like to take that attack. Yes, I would. A twenty-one to hit. Absolutely does for nine damage.
0: Yeah, Cleaver definitely takes a huge chunk out of his side as blood spills across the ground as he continues his movement, and makes that shot.
1: All right. Now can I shoot him with a grenade launcher? Sure. Where are you trying to shoot it? I want to hit him, but You're not trying. our. I would like to hit the guy at the piano, but not my friend who's close by. You know, 10 feet away. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, so you're trying to, trying to hit
0: that square specifically. DC5. Uh, so we're going to make a ranged attack roll. If you miss, uh, it does splinter off in a direction. I rolled an 18. He will get a reflex
1: save. And all the players are wandering off.
0: <laughs> Very well. It
1: explodes.
0: This one is dead. Here, take half. You launch a grenade at where Avoria is. It explodes. Shards of metal going every direction. One of the Applied Solutions agents uh, will collapse the ground, the one that you hit on the attack of opportunity, uh, dead. The other one takes a fair amount of shrapnel, spraying blood all about the fancy and probably very expensive carpet. On the other side is the explosion. You see a group of agents as they move in, uh, taking shots at Corbin. Though the first one misses, the second one does hit for 11 the third one hitting for six, and the fourth one hitting for 15. Amongst the smoke and shrapnel, our warrior will burst forth uh, with a set of brass knuckles on his hand as he takes a swing at mouths. While he struggles with the burning sensation all about his body, unable to get underneath the piano, uh, he will be clocked across the side of the face, shattering his jaw and breaking out his enhanced and sharpened fangs as the brass knuckles disintegrate skin, at least on him, where it connects. The applied solutions agent will run up Slide onto a knee and take a a shot at Dotra with a grenade launcher with a 29 to hit. That hits. For 10 points of damage. I like it. At the end of the round, you hear the final screams of Malz, unable to find cover as he will disintegrate into dust. The clattering of his two guns to the ground, uh, his fine suit crumbles into nothing, leaving behind only powdered and gray smears from the ashes. The loud slam of full plate and a large greatsword collides with the ground. Uh, where the paladin once was. Underneath the piano, Yuno.
2: Yuno will grin at the madam, standing up, letting the sun bask in his fully tattooed and bloody body as he casts iron scales and uh, casts his mage armor on himself, scanning the area to see, using Death Watch, to see who is injured or almost dying.
0: Yeah, looking around the room, I'm not sure about your allies, but most of the applied agents are fine. This one is wounded. And Arvori is wounded, since they have alive, wounded, three or less, fighting off death, healthy, undead, or neither alive or dead. So, uh, Flynn, from standing up above, he watches a group of the Applied Solutions agents rush up, many of them landing blows on Corbin. Uh, Arvori ran and punched across the face of Miles Brown with a set of brass knuckles that shattered and disintegrated his jaw before he turned to dust, as did the Paladin. A grenade had been launched by Dotra, which blew up the chair. Uh, and killed one of the Applied Solutions agents. Yuno is still underneath the piano with the madam, and it is your turn. See, at this point, you guys probably have about seven minutes till nine o'clock. That's
4: a good point. I actually don't know what Avaris initial. Uh, sorry, what essentially alignment is. So for the purposes of, uh, of him being impudent or not, <laughs> for, for my class bonuses, uh, it just matters that he is not my alignment for this to work on him, for whatever that's worth. Point is, I'm still going to shoot him three times. So I'm gonna, it's an it's a automatic weapon, so I'm going to get a bonus attack from that, and I'm going to rapid shot. So minus six on all the attacks, I'm going to shoot three times. Okay. That's where we're going with all this. The bonus to hit...
0: <laughs> it's going to be rough.
4: <laughs> it's going to be rough. In general, it's going to be rough. So I'm gonna, this is going to be the correct attack rolls uh, for hitting. So that's with the penalties. So 17, 18, and 16s to hit.
0: Very well. Uh, your first shot. Uh, definitely lands blow. You can see the brief flashes of hard light armor trying to deflect a few bullets, but it does not get through. So the 15 comes in uh, as he continues to bleed. The second one as well, blood spatters from him as as bullets find purchase. The last one does not. Your death watch, you know, tells you that he is with three or fewer hit points.
4: Can I spend a morale point to boost that attack roll?
0: You absolutely can. Yeah, spending morale points 17. So... Uh, That last shot does connect as you watch part of his knee torn out as his arm breaks as he falls to the ground in a pile of blood. With being hit four times with this, he's bleeding four at this moment. So it won't probably, unless one of you wants to heal him, uh, he'll be dead within a round.
4: Can I five foot hop down kind of just to check on? uh...
0: If you five foot hop down, you'll be on top of the piano.
4: On top of the piano from there. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, That's fine. I'll start I'll, I'll start my five foot stepping down to get underneath the piano next round, maybe another five foot step. Mm-hmm. All right, that's fine. I'll start making All my right. way to see how the, how uh Singari's doing.
3: Corbin. Is Avori bleeding? Yes. He's on the ground bleeding, unconscious and bleeding. Wonderful. Corbin is going to grab him by the front Of his, whatever he's wearing, I would assume he's wearing some kind of fancy fuck you attire, but underneath he has probably a bulletproof vest, unless he was super arrogant to think that we weren't going to do anything, and it's just in fancy attire.
0: Nope, Uh, I think very nice, very well-made, plaid kind of flannel shirt, rolled up on the sleeves, pack of cigarettes in the breast pocket. You pull it up, and you pull chest hairs along with buttons.
3: Perfect. Corbin is going to take a... Five-foot step, grab him by the front or whatever he can of clothing, and he's going to tr- use that moment of watching him being unconscious and bleeding to fling him underneath the piano where Madame Simgari is.
0: All right, excellent. The gentleman next to you steps back uh, as you're in full view, and will... Oh,
1: my God.
0: Put 13 more damage into Corbin. The one below will miss Dotra.
1: I'll walk up, to, walk up to him and try to shank him with my knife.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Unconscious on the ground, uh, you can definitely cleaver him. <laughs> really?
3: Uh, I rolled uh, a
1: one for damage.
3: <laughs> also, you remember? You remember how like you have a grenade launcher, but it doesn't feel. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is this is what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> so rather than walking up to him with my knife out, I forgot that I've got my grenade launcher in my hand, and I just launch a muffin at him. <laughs>
4: <An> impressive. <laughs> at, least, at least he'll die well fed.
0: Yeah, maybe um, <laughs> the cleaver unfortunately finds purchase in the edge of the piano um, as you were aiming at where his neck would be unable to land it.
1: I'm going with muffin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Corbin, another 13 points of damage The shotgun blast continue to rail against you. And you said 17 was your AC?
3: Yes, right now, because I'm not by. It is 17, yes, sir. All
0: right, another 11 points. All right, you know, next to you, Madame Sangari is going to grab onto this bleeding body that has been thrown underneath the piano and will begin drinking copiously of the blood to try to restore the damage she's taken.
2: I'll look down at her, and my fangs will start salivating as I'll whisper in a almost like a lispy tone, Yes, turn him, enthrall your foe. And I'm not even going to do an action because I'm just enjoying drinking of blood, similar to my ancestors.
4: Meanwhile, Corbin's soaking bullets like the spongy. I'm literally
3: eating. just getting sponge caked with shotgun shells. And he's like, hey, so you drinking some blood over there? That's pretty cool, huh? <laughs>
4: the privilege of being underneath the piano.
2: Bloodlust is real, guys. Bloodlust is real. Uh, Flynn. Flynn will
4: hop the rest of the way down under the piano to see how things are going.
0: Yeah, she's in full consumption mode. Uh, As you know, seems to be delighted in watching it.
4: Okay, looks like he is dead then. Mm -hmm. Well, Madam Singari, it's been a pleasure working on this contract for you. I think our business is done. Best of luck. And he levels the Gatling gun at her and opens fire.
0: Don't roll any damage. She is helpless right now. She has to consume. Uh, Is in the throes of force feeding, as she would be. And so she will try to roll a force, say, versus this Kudgroth.
3: What's happening right now? We're rolling a coup de
4: grace. So, could, so if it's coup de grace, is it roll
2: crit damage? Yep. Am I able to react at all because I didn't take an action?
3: He was unconscious. He's not dead. How, what's happening right now?
0: If you have an immediate reaction, you can make that.
4: Ugh. I assume that she, there's some overlap on her with lawful or evil. Uh, correct. She is lawful evil. Yeah. So she will not take the bonus damage. Just the 67.
2: I'm just going to try to move the guns as aim. That's all I would do. I don't have any. Yeah, as,
0: the, as you reach out to stop, kind of what you assume, what you hear is coming, it opens up in full fire. Uh, let's hope she rolls a ninety twenty. 20 No! That's oh, the
4: opposite oh, direction.
0: Wrong <laughs> side of the dice. Yep. I'm sorry, boys. That is a nat one. Madam Sangari, blood covered face, her curls are wrecked, her skin peeling off, uh, the vampiric sheen turns to nothing as it is full on point blank with a gatling gun ripped asunder body parts go flying out from under the piano that immediately disintegrate in the in the bright light but chunks of arvori get flung all about the area as well as honestly these applied solutions guys will stop as well <laughs> uh having this moment of what's happening <laughs> corbin it's your turn the area behind you is spattered with blood gore and viscera The room is entirely silent since the final clicks of a Gatling gun finishing its rotation.
3: Orban is going to see the mercenaries stop and just get this amazed and confused look on all of their faces through their visors. And for probably the second and only second time in his life, he will fall for the, hey, what's that over there? And he will begin to look, having heard the minigun go off. And he's going to turn around and see just viscera underneath what was the piano and where the body was and just be utterly confused. And he will say, what the fuck? And then get angry at the guy, angrier at the guy holding the minigun and say, who gets paid now? We do. By who?
1: By whom?
3: (laughs) Flynn gives a nod towards there corbin is grabbing his stun baton and like slowly walking towards <laughs> slowly walking towards flynn really pissed off so i hope you got really good words mr word guy
4: we get paid by xavier xavier estable the contracts as they were written with both of them out of the way he now owns all of it want to come work for him with me
3: or would inhale and look at flynn and saying we're still getting paid if these guys stop shooting at you yeah because you guys aren't getting paid. I just want to be clear. If you do. Corbin would scowl over his shoulder back at the mercenaries and wait to see if anybody took a shot.
0: Nope. They all look at each other for a moment, and one of them will kind of lift up his visor, and everyone's done.
4: Yeah.
1: I think we're done here.
4: Yeah. He's Fl- going to eyeball. Flynn's going to take a close look at Ivory just to make sure that he's staying down. He doesn't know how vampires work.
2: Are we still turn-based here, guys? Before we keep going? I want to make sure.
4: Yeah, there's... There's potentially an antagonist left. Yeah.
2: 100% is coming. I'm just telling you now.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. going remove, to remove the uh, Applied Solutions guys from this, but yes, then, Corbin, you did that. Dotra?
1: I'm going to reach into my satchel and hand out some eggs and walk away. Some,
4: ah, eggs? Grenades? Or eggs? Eggs. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to accept an egg from you at this juncture. I would look at you handing out eggs, but I don't think I would reach out to take one.
0: With that, Yuno, you were know, under a piano covered in blood.
2: Yuno's going to be enraged looking up at Flynn and using my Death Watch. Can I see if he has four hit die or less? Uh, I
0: don't believe Flynn has three hit points.
2: Uh, then I will cast, look at him, and I'm going to cast Fox One, Magic Missile. I mean, that'll work. Yeah, that absolutely will.
4: I don't think yeah. we're quite adjacent, so I don't think that provokes an attack of opportunity, and I don't know that I want to take one yet.
2: Yeah, four. Four points of damage. You should,
4: do, you should probably get to shoot more than one of those?
0: So as a level five sorcerer, you mm-hmm. shoot. Oh, three at
2: fifth level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll shoot all three at them.
4: All right. Are we multiplying or rolling all the dice? Dealer's choice. That's, I mean, I know <laughs> my choice when you already rolled a four for the first one. What
3: are you talking about? Roll the dice.
4: <laughs> so to, roll 3d4 more. There you go. You, they're all... oh three a three, a three, and a four. Is that with the plus one? That's with the plus four. So that's ten. Three, three, and four. I take ten damage from missiles
2: impacting me. And you know it's just going to be breathing heavy, fangs bared, eyes still glowing green. We had a deal. He'll just keep saying over like in a maniac voice.
4: And that deal is concluded. Contain yourself, please. Your deal was concluded. Yeah. Your deal was to try to become a vampire. I don't think that's a good one.
3: You don't know that.
1: <laughs>
3: I have strong opinions on that. Uh, everybody I think I think everybody knows what puppy eyes looks like.
2: You think a snake can become a vampire?
4: I I ain't gonna hold you strongly accountable given given that uh <laughs> that I'm making deals with demons, but still. Alright, Flynn. Flynn will ready an action to cast a spell, as he says. Please stop that. The the, the chances are over. If you don't want to stand with me, that's fine. I let you you can we can part ways here but he readied his action to cast
3: Corbin. Yeah, I'm going to switch to Subduel And as I traverse, say, look, kid, I get it, but uh it's over with. And I'm going to take a swing on him to knock him out, to calm him down. He's already seething. You say see him. I am going for the aggressor. I am going to knock out, you know, Flynn's explanation was enough, even though, Corbin wasn't a part of the conversations. You know, there's always some bigger fish eating a slightly smaller fish. This is just the fish that won out. Corbin wants to make sure his daughter goes to school and that his bills are paid and that there's work in the future. So having an ego doesn't equal a paycheck. Uh, He's going to see, you ego get the better of him because he's still a kid. He understands love is a thing and uh, you know, infatuation is a thing, but Corbin being a part of these kind of circumstances before where the, the goods of the many over the goods of the few and, and making sure, you know, your paycheck's paid, sometimes it's better to withdraw. So he's going to do his best to knock out Yuno and give him some time to chill the fuck out.
0: Alright, go going to make that attack roll while you do,
2: Docher.
3: So this is going to be a reckless rage power attack roll for subdued damage. 21 hit.
2: AC's 21. That's a hit.
3: Perfect. Cool. So this is going to be 19 subdual damage.
1: Are you
0: conscious still?
3: Oh, no. Yeah, I'm still conscious. Okay. Ready, do it,
1: you know, as long as I get paid at this point, <laughs> I don't care. There's been enough bullshit <laughs> and people hiding shit. I will ready a fire grenade in the event that anyone comes after me, but I'm just gonna watch them destroy themselves.
2: Already, you know, you know, is gonna wipe the blood off his chin, smirk, smack two bits of sulfur together as he casts fiery shuriken as two shuriken start spinning in front of him, and he'll look at just Corbin and Flynn and say, "You've made your choice. The Kabuto Clan mar- marks you for death." And let it go. And he's just going to walk away. He doesn't care about the money. He doesn't care anyone's going out. He's going to just walk past everyone.
4: All right. Keep an eye on those shuriken to make sure they keep walking away. But uh, the ready spell will get set down once he's out of attack
3: range. Corbin's still in rage. He's not going to let go of rage until he's away from this scene of bullshittery.
0: <laughs> Very well. So Dotra and Yuno will leave the home, passing by the agents outside, the soldiers that they came in with. Uh, Further along in the neighborhood in Bayview, you can see seekers lined up waiting for that nine o'clock strike to move in to begin cleaning this up. You guys are able to exit the scene.
4: And we'll just send one further text back. It's done.
0: Shortly after sending that text, your phone will ring. And he'll answer. Mr. Exlam. I'm so very happy to hear from you. Yes. If you don't mind, there should be some paperwork on the second floor back towards the office. I'll take care of it. Yes, if you don't mind putting a second signature to confirm those. And I believe that you've had a bit of a rough week. Uh, why don't we say you could start at the end of the month? Consider this all paid time for now. Sounds good. And my cohorts? All of their retainer fees have been paid in full. If there are any that wish to join Bold Partners, I'm happy to bring them along. But for now, you're reinstated, your license put back. We, can't, we look forward to working with you.
4: Excellent. I think one other gentleman here is going to come with me. And I'm sure he could use the time off as well.
0: The more the merrier.
4: We'll see you at the end of the month. I'll hang up and head towards the paperwork.
0: So, with that, we end the House Wars portion of the campaign. I hope everyone, all of you had fun listening. Looks like at least Flynn and Corbin have found new employment at Bold Parker.
4: I blame Jeff.
3: Hey guys, this is Josh signing off. Huge thanks to Jeff once again for letting us players bull ride through this China shop he calls Big Campaign. We'd also like to send a special thanks to Nialore for letting us use his music. The tracks used today were L, Lillian, and An Unwavering Will. We'll see you in the next one.